Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, the podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad, and I have with me two special guests, two students from the University of Maryland, Will Pellegrino and Sarah Hall. Welcome, Will and Sarah, to Catholic Bites. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Father Conrad. A pleasure to be here. Now, Will and Sarah have a podcast here at the Catholic Student Center called Wednesday Night Dinner, so that's why I asked you guys to join, because you know how to help set up the microphones and stuff like that. That's, oh, our, yes. that's our main job here at the CSC's right. microphone team. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm having you on this, and this is a part one of a couple parts um, uh, with different students, because I think it'd be helpful for our listeners to have little moments of hope and uh, kind of see the future of the church. And so... I was going to ask you guys for this first episode to maybe tell us a reason why, you know, in the midst of a very secular climate, a lot of young people your age on campus are definitely not practicing their faith, if they have a faith at all, um, and a lot of pressure from academics and all of these other different things to not believe. Why, why do you guys believe in Catholicism? Why do you practice your faith? Ooh, good question. Um, I can go first, Will. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is kind of funny because this is our the podcast we just recorded for Wednesday Night Dinner yesterday. Nice. We talked, I guess, a little bit about this. Um, but yeah, so why do I practice my faith? I would say my, I guess my introduction to Catholicism was just my parents growing up and everything like that. Um, but I really didn't start like practicing, practicing my faith until um, a little bit into high school. Uh, it just kind of came about with... Um, like going to youth group more often. I was going to conferences. Um, that was something that my dad and I got to do together because he was one of like the leaders at my church um, and everything like that. And that was kind of like when I first started to like really enjoy my faith. Cause like, I don't know, it was, I guess my first like formal introduction to Jesus or maybe not formal. Cause that would have been, that came earlier technically through the sacraments. That was through an embossed engraved letter where it said, Dear Sarah, this is Jesus. Nice to meet you. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was a much more formal process. Yes, it was delivered to me um on yeah, it was it was magical. Um but yeah, I um in high school just kind of through all of that was uh my introduction to Jesus and uh kind of what it meant to know him. Um but then yeah, coming to college, I definitely had like a little bit of a period of time where I wasn't practicing my faith. And in hindsight, it was because I, the relationship with Jesus I thought I had, it was not built upon um, the, I guess it wasn't built upon like a real relationship. It was more so built upon like the fun that came out of youth group and like mm -hmm. the feel goods that came out of retreats um, and everything like that. And so then I would say that my why of practicing my faith switched from because it's fun to um because it's a relationship that like I really really love my like my relationship with God is one that like I really really love and it's also one that I really really need um coming to college was also kind of a bit of a reality check with me of just like different ways that I had been like living my life and just in like just areas of sin that I had never let God into before um and when I did start to let him into those things, like there was no like option to really go back, you know? Um, yeah. There's a, there's a, a tangible, powerful reality of that relationship that obviously, you know, if that person, if, if you've encountered that person, you can't unencounter him. Oh yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, which is just like, 
absolutely incredible. Um, and so, yeah, it would almost be like if I stopped practicing now, it's like I have encountered that. And I, I, I 100% know that it's real. And so why would I, why would I not? Can, can never go back. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Will, how about you? Why, why do you practice your faith? Why do you believe in God? I think for me, it's more of a twofold approach is I think number one is so here at the university, I'm almost as close to a stereotypical pre-med student as you can get. <laughs> so the academic stress is way up there. And so going in, especially during freshman and sophomore year, I kind of looked at like academia and whatnot through the eyes of the world, essentially that it was me in control of everything and essentially that everything that was going on, I had to be the one in control. I had to be the one doing X, Mm -hmm. Y, Z and all that. And really by the time that junior year rolled around, had an encounter with Christ, which just was essentially truly understanding like the importance of having like God's plan there and like being able to put my trust in God that, you know what, Mm -hmm. even if I get in 96 on an exam, I might still be okay at the end of the day. And, Standards. Oh my gosh. So it was kind of with that, I was like, you know what, like bad things might happen and there might be points that I'm not in control, but things always turn out well in the end. Mm-hmm. And kind of the sense of peace that it gives me that, you know what, that God's always looking out for me and it's not, I don't have to look out for me. If I'm trusting in God's will, there's really nowhere that I can go wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I'd say that's probably the first point. And the second, I think kind of going off of where you are is kind of just the way to be able to view the world in terms of like, because back, I would also say, I guess freshman, sophomore year is my party time slash whatnot. And so <laughs> trying to see like, living through or having a lot of sin in my life, especially during freshman and sophomore year, it gave me kind of a way to view the world that I wouldn't say is very pleasant because you view the world in a worldly sense. I don't know if that's how you English, but that's how I'm going to do it. (laughs) And so essentially you view the world as the world wants you to see it. Everything's very materialistic. Mm -hmm. Everything's very much of a comparing yourselves to others, this and that. But then like trying to get into your faith and being able to see the world through God's eyes, like that in of itself, like being able to see other people as brothers and sisters in Christ. And that truly like brings out the best parts of the people that you're around. It also brings out like a part of like the world, truly being able to see God's beauty in the world. And to be honest, I don't think without having the faith, I would be able to see that because everything would just solely be through the mm-hmm. materialistic sense. Mm-hmm. So, so with both of your answers, which were, were beautiful and, and, and awesome, if for someone who's listening here, you know, is struggling with their faith and, you know, maybe is listening to the, that worldly mindset that, you know, as you guys know, it's mm-hmm. so powerful and, and you can feel it so tangibly and it can be easy to kind of start to... I don't know, not believers. This is just something that I do because my my parents made me do it, or is this just something that I practice because this is what nice people do? What would you say? Like maybe give one quick thing, one quick Ooh. tip. What would you say to someone who's in that situation to get them to a point of really recognizing that this faith is real? I would say for this is this is held true for me, um, and bo- like both Will and I just said, like a lot of our kind of getting to where we are happened through college and like through being at the CSC. So I think my one number one thing would be don't do it alone. Um, like reach out, like find a group of people, find a community, whether that's 
like a Bible study through your church or just like a small group kind of thing, uh, a youth group if you're like a little bit younger or anything like that. Like that's so important just to like surround yourself with people who also like desire that same relationship um, like helps a ton. And it's, yeah, it's really awesome. And follow, I guess following up, but in addition to that, I think one of the big things is a life of prayer. I think for me, mm-hmm. how I start off was just five minutes of silent prayer. And at first, it's super tough. I think I spent like thinking about how light bulbs work, like the first week <laughs> I tried to do it every single day. Iconic. Like, but essentially, like trying even at five minutes a day of silent prayer, you're continuously building up that relationship and speaking to like God the Father. And he's not going to just not give you any graces from doing that, even at five minutes a day. You're continuously building that relationship. And then over time, then you'll be able to kind of jump more into your faith and truly be Mm -hmm. able to see the world as God sees it. That's awesome. And I think super helpful. So thank you both, uh, Will and Sarah. Thank you for joining us on Catholic Bites. Catholic Bites is a production of Cast Catholic Media. If you'd like to listen to other great Catholic talks, you can find us at catholicbitespodcast.com or on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. And if you leave us a review, uh, Will and Sarah will feel really good about themselves and it will help other people find the show. Uh, Thank you for listening and God bless you.